This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 703, comic reviews for releases from the week of Wednesday, August the 14th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 703. It's our comic reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, August the 14th. Uh, recording this on the 18th of August, but hopefully having this in your podcast feed on the 20th of August, the day before new releases are start to coming out. Um, so, just on to talk about some books from the 14th of August, like we do on every uh, odd-numbered episode of Comic Shenanigans. Uh, let's see. Books that came out on August the 14th include Batman and the Outsiders, Batman Universe, Captain Marvel, Catwoman... Detective Comics, Doctor Strange, Event Leviathan number three, uh, Fantastic Four, Gwenpool Strikes Back, Invaders, Ironheart, Loki, Miles Morales, Spider Man, Punisher Kill Crew, uh, Silver Surfer Black, Silver Surfer the Prodigal Son, Star Wars Target Vader, Symbiote Spider Man, The Flash, Titans Burning Rage, and Wonder Woman. That's actually a wide variety of different stuff, and I'm actually going to be talking about more books than I have been recently. Uh, I'm going to be talking about five different comics. Uh, first up, we have Absolute Carnage, Separation Anxiety Number 1 by Clay McLeod Chapman and Brian Lovell on art, and this was absolutely fantastic. Uh, so unsettling and uncomfortable, um, but something I really enjoyed. I actually had to kind of look up and say, like, you know, why is this happening, or what's going on here? Because I was a little confused. Uh, I guess the recap did kind of tell me, but I just wanted to know a little bit more about exactly why this was happening uh so in colorado you have this dog um who showed you know is kind of walking along and it looks like it's possessed of a symbiote uh there's this kid who's uh you know sitting outside crying uh the dog kind of goes over to him and he feels a little bit better because the dog's there and the dog's like you know uh giving him a lick and stuff and then you know, he's just making him feel better as this dog because his parents are fighting and it makes him really upset and he wishes they could stay in their house and be a family, but it doesn't look like it's going to be possible. Like, it's very, like, kind of emotional and, um, you know, what it's like to kind of be in this home that's kind of falling apart with these people fighting and really kind of taking it out on each other, but what impact this has on, on children. And then you have this dog that's just kind of there now and has these symbiotes that this has been kind of infected and part of them. And then the dog kind of goes crazy and um and and so you have this kid and who goes and finds uh their sibling and says like you know oh hey you, know, you don't have to hide up here I, I you know i have the surprise and so he's like you know let's go it's gonna we're gonna find the dog they go downstairs and the dog is like doing messed up things with the symbiote to the parents and the parents are kind of being uh you know kind of taken over and they're like you know come to daddy and it's super creepy and you know the mom's trying to get away and then the mommy gets um uh, abducted as well so like they're both you know controlled by symbiotes um the two kids are running away from the symbiotes and doing everything they can to survive uh it's not going well they have a neighbor kind of comes to the door and you know is worried about the noise and then gets acid on the face and like it's it's very it's terrifying and it's unsettling and uncomfortable um you know the kids are doing everything they can to you know try and get away um and you know finally uh one of the kids does get taken over and uh, you know the girl who originally brought in sorry it was a girl I don't know if I said if it was a boy or girl uh, who brought the dog in originally is now like running away and trying again trying to survive and you know it's not it's not almost able to get out and then it, there are you know you see the symbiotes are about to eat the the neighbor's body like it's again super uncomfortable and creepy and the daughter's not able to go anywhere and they're trying to get her to like you know you know become one with them and she's trying again all she's trying to do is escape and she almost gets there she gets to the front door she gets to the door and then she gets pulled back and that's it and uh you know she never 
survives it because they're all kind of messed up and I I don't even know where this exactly goes but um, it was so uncomfortable and so crazy it was just a one shot um, but it was really amazing and I loved every minute of it and again I was uncomfortable and um, I, I just I don't even know if to put into words like the artwork is again so unsettling and it's not it's just a straight out horror comic and there's no happy ending here and it all starts with the dog you know and it's just you know this you feel quickly and emotionally for these characters because you know it's just two kids dealing with like a broken home and what should be able to make them feel better this dog comes into town and you know is it makes them feel better and then it ends up being the worst fucking thing possible um as someone who's not a big fan of dogs, you know, it kind of reinforces that, you know, stay the fuck away from dogs. Um, but this was extremely uncomfortable, so unsettling, um, so good. And again, like, I, I'm not necessarily the biggest horror comic fan, but this, this was very well done. I'm going to give it a nine. Like, again, it was riveting. You didn't want to look away. Again, it was uncomfortable um, and creepy as all fuck. And this was so good. And it means you don't need to read Absolute Carnage to get what you need to make this work. Because again, this is a this is a done in one. This is uncomfortable, and it's again very good. But unsettling is definitely, I think, my favorite word to describe this issue. Uh, next up, we have Amazing Spider-Man issue twenty-seven uh, by Nick Spencer and Kev Walker uh, stepping in now. Um, and it's called Who Run the World Part Two. John Dell on inks and Laura Martin on colors. And um, I mean, I thought Kev Walker actually did a fairly good job with the art and trying to kind of keep him, uh, you know, a consistent. Um, artistic kind of sensibility throughout the issue, and um, I'm not sure how I felt about the issue itself, though. I mean, it was, it was a lot, you know, a lot of just the kind of fighting. Um, it didn't feel the most, you know, captivating um, fight sequence. Uh, the ending is definitely interesting when you have we finally see the reveal of who Randy's uh, secret girlfriend is and secretly the Beetle, um, which is definitely interesting. Um, but yeah, like it, it wasn't it wasn't a great issue. It wasn't you know it wasn't bad either. It was just kind of there. Uh, I'm gonna give it like a six and a half. Like again, it, it wasn't bad, and the artwork wasn't bad. It just I found I was a little disinterested, and it wasn't really captivating me, and it, I wasn't that invested in in the storyline, or you know. And again, it just felt like it, it took a long time to get to its point. Like really, it's you know this this new group, the Sinister Syndicate, shows up to fight Boomerang. Then Spider Man jumps in the fray. They're able to escape with with Boomerang. And uh, that's it. Like, that's the issue, you know? Like, it just doesn't feel like... I feel like back in the day, you get, you know, plots A, B, C, D. And here it just felt like, for the most part, it was just plot A. And it was not the most gripping plot either. Uh, next up is uh, Absolute Carnage. Oh, I actually put these out of order uh, alphabetically. Uh, Absolute Carnage Scream number one. Now, I liked this, but I also felt so confused and unsure what was really going on. I had to like look up Wikipedia or like the Marvelpedia and be like, who is this? What's going on? Like, it just, I'm not, I'm not sure. It wasn't always clear who people were or what was going on. Um, like, the description of the issue just says that Donna Diego was the original host to the Scream symbiote before her murder at the hands of Eddie Brock. Okay, cool. That's fine. I guess there's actually other stuff that happened with the symbiote afterwards, but at least, okay, so that I'm like, all right, cool. Colin Bunn writing it, Gerardo Sandoval. You know, again, it's kind of, you got more horror bends to this, so you have the symbiote bringing her back, uh, bringing back Donna Diego, uh, you know, because she's, you know, um, she Scream, and then Scream fights these other kind of, demo- like, you know, kind of more carnage symbiotes and was able to defeat them, and then turns on this woman 
and you know what is what is that supposed to mean then you have a character I didn't even realize was a real character. I guess I didn't know that the the weird venom during the tsunami run that was kind of with the hunger and all that stuff was actually a character named Patricia Robertson. I again only knew by Wikipedia, and I kind of was starting to piece it together with the back the flashbacks here, which was definitely interesting. And I guess apparently she was in one of the venom books. I think I even I even bought <laughs> as a like a symbiote hunter or something like that. And it was, she became Scream at some point, and anyway, so she's um, you know ends up getting infected by a scream and so it's kind of like her mind and donna diego's mind both in the symbiote and then they go after this woman who i really had no idea who it was and i'm like andy benton it's not really making it's not really you know uh yeah, coming clear and then i had to look that up and be like oh that's mania like jesus christ like i just there's so many kind of symbiote related characters that i just found myself kind of confused by who people were um that being said the issue was good and interesting and i'm curious where they're going to go with this and having different symbiote related characters all kind of converging is definitely intriguing um i just wasn't sure about it um because i was not sure who the characters were at times but i'm going to give it a seven and a half i think it was good i liked the sandoval's artwork so i thought that worked for me uh, next up is Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. This is issue number 10. Uh, this is Feast or Famine, part 4, by Tom Taylor, with artwork by Ken Lashley on pages 1 to 14, and he did thumbnails for pages 15 to 17. Uh, Scott Hanna did the, uh, I guess, uh, I guess inks, but it doesn't say, um, on 15 to 17. And then Luca Maresca does 18 to 20, with Nolan Woodard on color art, and Travis Landham from Virtual Calligraphy doing the colors. Um... I mean, this issue was just fine, but it, it, it definitely felt very, like, not a lot really had to happen from a visual standpoint. Like, you have uh, Peter going in to confront this character, I can't even remember his name, and having to confront all these kind of bad things about himself. And then, you know, kind of Tony Stark shows in, shows up with all these lawyers to kind of take over this business, you know, this business so they can make things right, and also give Hobie Brown a job. It was fine. It just wasn't much more than that to me. It was just it was serviceable, but it wasn't great, and it wasn't an issue. I think I'll go back to read. But let's let's jump ahead. Powers of Ten, number two. This issue I really liked. Um, this is I mean it brings up a lot of questions, and I'm not sure when we're going to get the answers or if, if we're going to get the answers. Uh, we got Jonathan Hickman writing it with R.B. Silva on art, uh, R.B. Silva and Adriana De Benedetto on inks, and Marte Gracia, Gracia on colors. Um, this issue really popped for me. I really like the art a, a lot. Um, you have, you know, Moira and, uh, and and Xavier go to Island M and they, you know, early on try to talk to Magneto and get him to kind of team up with them. Um, and, you know, it definitely brings up the question of like, well, at what point does this really work and how does this work in terms of the chronology? Uh, then we go to year 10 and we have, uh, I guess what we're seeing currently, but on Kokoa. And then you have this whole idea, which I loved of the idea that there's a, they're trying to make a mother mold. That's going to create, you know, basically someone who's going to make tons of master molds where this is, um, you know, Xavier and Magneto give a, a Scott an, an interesting kind of job, that he's basically got a suicide mission where it's interesting to see Scott being kind of subservient again, or at least not being the leader anymore. Um, and like not the one kind of leading the dream, which is what he's, he was doing for so long. And even in uncanny X-Men, he was definitely the one kind of bringing things back together. And that here he's kind of falling into his more typical role of being field commander to these other two. Uh, that being said, I was okay with it. Um, and I did like that you had, you know, Magneto basically saying that like, you're going to be doing this crazy thing. Can such a thing even be done? And Cyclops just says, doesn't need doing. Xavier says, yes. And then 
this great shot of Cyclops just as it says, then it will be done. Like, it's kind of chilling and like, holy fuck. Um, and then you have stuff in the, in the year 100 and the year 1000, and which is definitely intriguing and pushes forward the idea of, you know, what's really going on in terms of uh, the, the long-term battle against, um, you know, what... AIs can be and what the different levels are and there's the hive, the intelligence the technarch, the world mind, the phalanx really cool concepts and you feel like Hickman's definitely had this rolling around in his brain for a little bit so I'm excited to see where we go with it um, was this up to House of X 2 levels? No, uh, it wasn't but I would still give this an 8.5 um, I would say this is not it didn't thrill me in the same way as Absolute Carnage Separation Anxiety, but they're completely different books. Like One is, again, a horror book and really uncomfortable and unsettling, and one of them is a little bit more straightforward, well, for Hickman, um, but still very intriguing, and definitely has more a little, a little bit more plot progression, although I'm not always sure where we're moving at any given time, but I'm definitely interested, and I thought in some ways, Powers of Ten Number Two was a little bit more, a little easier to read and understand than Issue One. Um, and given the context of where House of X Number Two kind of reframed things, I thought it was more intriguing as well. Anyways, that is our episode. You can email me. Oh, actually, no way. Whoa, 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 Adam. Hold your horses. I always talk about what's coming out on the next Wednesday. Um, so on Wednesday, the 21st of August, some of the releases that coming up include. Uh, let's see, we got. Uh, uh, let's see, from DC Comics, Aquaman. Uh, you got a Batman 232 facsimile edition. You have a new issue of Batman. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, we got Flash by Jeff Johns, straight paperback volume 6. That's interesting. Um, Grayson, the Super, Bi- Super Spy Omnibus hardcover, new edition. Uh, you got a new issue of uh, Nightwing, Superman Year 1, uh, issue 2 of 3. I didn't realize it was only a three-issue series. Uh, so, well, at an $8 price point, that's probably for the best. Uh, Superman's Pal, Jimmy Olsen, number 2 of 12. A uh, new issue of Teen Titans. There's the Watchmen International trade paperback, new edition, as well as a new issue of Wonder Woman, Come Back to Me. That's number 2 of 6. Um, over at IDW, um, you have uh, the Marvel Action Avengers number seven, Marvel Action Captain Marvel number one of three, and you got a new issue of Marvel Action Spider Man as well. Um, I was buying those and then I couldn't really always get them, and I just feel like I missed a bunch of them, so I'm, I think just gonna have to cut my losses. Uh, you got Outpost Zero number 12 uh, coming from Image Comics, and at Marvel you have Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool number one. Uh, you got the trade paperbacks that are starting to roll out for the Age of X Men event, which I would say is probably unnecessary. They weren't bad, but. I just don't think it's something you need to have on your shelf necessarily, especially if you care a lot about continuity. It doesn't really have a huge connection, uh, especially with everything that Hickman's doing. Uh, new issues of Daredevil. You've got the Fantastic Four epic collection, The Mystery of Black Panther. you got Fearless, number two of three. Ghost Spider, number one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, you got the Hawkeye graphic novel. Trade paperback, Private Eye. I guess it's one of the amazing price point ones with Kate Bishop's book at twelve ninety nine. got History of the Marvel Universe, number two of six. Loving it. Can't wait to buy another issue. Um... What else we got? Uh, is there no house of it? Oh, I guess. Am I looking at. Oh, wait. Am I looking at the right week? Oh, yeah. I, I forgot I talked about last time that there were change in the last reviews episode that they were kind of messing with the release uh, dates for Powers of X, or sorry, Powers of 10 and House of X. So uh, next our next week of comics, we're not actually getting House of X number three. We're getting Powers of 10 number three instead. Weird. Uh, new issue of Savage Sword of Conan. Uh, you got Spider Man City at War number six. Uh, Superior Spider Man number 10. Uh, Tony Stark Iron Man, Valkyrie Jane Foster number two, War of Realms Omega number one, 
uh, trade paperback, sorry, uh, second printing, I should say. You got War of Realms Strike Force trade paperback and the X Men Grand Design trade paperback Extinction. Uh, and that is everything. So if you want to email me, you can do so at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Uh, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye bye.